Today is episode 5. I want you to share this video. Share the video, uh, invite your friends, invite your enemies, invite your family, invite your loved ones. Let us do this together. Powerful. Let us read from 2 Kings chapter number 2. Today I'll be ministering to both my francophone friends on Facebook and then also to all my anglophone friends on Facebook. Because I got feedback that sometimes there are some other francophone friends who are also benefiting and sometimes there so I will just I will not speak French but I will try to read some French scriptures uh, or quote them so that they will also benefit from it. Second Kings chapter two verse nine to twelve. Second Kings chapter two verse nine to twelve. And I read. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah, Elijah said unto Elijah, Ask what I shall do unto thee before I am taken away from thee. And Elijah said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee, but if not, it shall not be so. And it shall come to pass. And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, and behold, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire, and horses of fire, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven, and Elijah saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel, and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent them into two pieces. And he took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the, back, the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God? of Elijah and when he had also smitten the water they spattered hither and hither and Elijah went over and verse 15 says and when the sons of the prophets which were to view at Jericho saw him they said the spirit of Elijah dust rest on Elisha and they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him Second Kings chapter six. Second Kings chapter six. I want to read from the verse number. Verse number 13. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Verse 14 says that therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed the city about. Verse 15. 
And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and host compassed the city both with horses and with chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes, that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. Are there some young men and some young women watching me today? May the Lord open somebody's eyes. May the Lord open somebody's eyes. Maybe you think you can see, but I see the Lord bringing you to another deeper dimension, another deeper level, another deeper realm, another deeper atmosphere where you begin to see. Hallelujah. You see, and the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And he saw. In fact, when the Lord opens your eyes, you will see. It, it, when God opens your eyes, it cannot happen that you will not see. When the Lord opens, if only the Lord starts opening your eyes, seeing is not a problem. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. My God, my God. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. Today I want to talk about catching the prophetic anointing. But before that, I want to finish the dimensions of the prophetic anointing. When somebody received the prophetic anointing, in the first scripture we read, we realized that Elisha received the prophetic anointing from Elijah. Now, when somebody receives the prophetic anointing, you don't only work in dreams and visions. You don't only work in all, all, that, all the things I mentioned last week. But one other thing that happens is that when somebody receives the prophetic anointing, the person also becomes a prophetic intercessor. He receives a burden to intercede for people, intercede for individuals, intercede for nations, intercede for for, for uh, people in situations, for all kinds of agenda, the person becomes an intercessor. I am not surprised when God mentioned the word prophet for the first time in the Bible. For the first time in the Bible, when the word prophet was mentioned, it was associated with prayer. The Bible said, and God said to Abimelech, that return ye the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for you, and you will live. So prayer is associated with the prophetic. One of the things is that when somebody receives a prophetic anointing, the person may not necessarily walk in strong or deep realms of dreams and vision, but the person will become a strong intercessor. And that is very prophetic. It's a prophetic anointing at work. The Bible said in Luke chapter 2, verse 37 downwards, there was a prophet in the Bible called Anna. Prophet in the Bible called Anna. Anna was a very old woman and he was just watching and, 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 and looking forward to see the coming or the birth of the Messiah. For she had received prophecies, for she had read and she had known that a time is coming that a Messiah shall be born, a Savior shall be born. So all that the prophet Anna was doing was that she was watching in prayer. She was, Bible said that she was fasting, she devoted all her time in the temple fasting and praying fasting and praying there is nowhere in scripture recorded i am yet to find out where 
the prophetess Anna or prophet Anna was was seen prophesying to somebody or where her prophecies were recorded yet the Bible calls her that she was a prophet and what was her work all that she was doing was that she was in the temple of the Lord and she was just fasting and praying, fasting and praying. She was a serious intercessor. She was interceding into the coming agenda of the Lord. She was interceding into the coming revival. She was interceding into the movement of the Spirit. She was interceding into the agenda and the plans of God concerning the entire human race. And he, she continued to intercede and prayed and intercede until she saw with her own eyes that which was hidden, the wisdom of God that which was hidden for many, many ages. And so the Bible said that the prophetess Anna, who was a widow, she never left the temple. She served in the house of the Lord by fasting and praying. And this is what the prophetic anointing does. When you receive the prophetic anointing, it releases a certain burden on you and this burden pushes you into a dimension of intercession where you begin to intercede and the intercession can be interceding for individuals sometimes god will give you a lot of burden pray for this person pray for this woman pray for this child pray for this man pray for this pastor pray for this um this businessman pray for this politician pray for this agenda and and god places that burden so much so strong on you such that you begin to have no peace you begin to have no peace you begin to have no 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 comfort until you let up fasting and prayer for such individuals so this is what i call prophetic intercession there are people who have been anointed to intercede for individuals there are also people who have been anointed to intercede for nations. Ask of the nations, and I will give unto thee the nations as thy inheritance or as thy possession. There are people who have been anointed prophetically to stand in the gap and intercede for the nations of the world. They pray for nations, and until they see their coming revival, and they see that what God must do in the nations, they have no rest. Look at somebody like John Knox. John Knox said, Oh Lord, give me Scotland or I die. This is a man who had a prophetic intercession ministry. And all that he was seeing was to see the revival those days in Europe. To see the revival of the Lord. To see the power of God coming down. Can we have in our generation where we have some young men and some young women in the heart who are ready to avail themselves unto the Lord for the coming move of God so that they will walk in prophetic intercession? They will not sleep, they will not slumber, they want to stand for God as the end time army and militants that the Lord is releasing in our days and in our generation who become prophetic intercessors. They will not watch and let it fall, they will not watch and let it die, they will not watch it and let it, we will not watch the worlds fall apart, we will not watch the things fall apart. They are ready to stand in the gap and pray and intercede for people who are falling, people who are backsliding, people who are not seeing the light. They are ready to stand in the gap and pray for the coming move of the Lord and the coming move of Jehovah Elohim El Shaddai. They are the young men and the young women. Can we see such people? Can we see such people in our days, in our generation, who are ready to stand in the gap and pray as never before and 
stand in the gap and intercede for people and also stand in the gap and intercede for the nations of the world that God will give us the nations of the world pray as never before can we have some prophetic intercessors in the house hallelujah the Bible said in the New Testament in the Old Testament there was a young man and the young man was called Daniel. Daniel was a prophet of the Lord. And the guy had been anointed so much with a prophetic intercession ministry. The guy could not go throughout the 24 hours of the day without praying a single prayer. The Bible said the guy will stand in the gap and pray at least three times in a day. He will pray three times in the day all because he was waiting and watching to see the deliverance of the people of Israel from the land of Babylon or from the captivity of the Babylonians, the guy was so much in intercession. The Bible says he will climb up his room and open the windows and he begins to bow down his knees and begins to pray unto the Lord. And this intercession also contributed to the deliverance of the people from the Babylonians. And I am here today to announce to somebody, Kabalabaya. I am here to announce to somebody today that as we even continue to, 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 to listen to me now, I see the Lord bringing a certain strange burden and a certain strange fire. There is a zeal that is coming upon us. And this zeal is going to increase us. We are going to work in deep dimensions, deep dimensions, deep dimensions of intercession. There are people who are also prophetically anointed to intercede for the coming agenda of God. They are able to see ahead. Ah, my Shabaya. Listen to me. There is coming a time where businessmen, young men who are doing business, young women who are doing business, people who are entrepreneurs, they are going to see the coming agenda of God 20 years ahead, 15 years ahead, 10 years ahead. They will see 15 years, 17 years ahead. There is a certain product, there is a certain service, which when it's rendered, it is going to contribute to our economic growth and increase. And we need young men and young women who are Christian, who will stand in the gap and say, I am ready to stand in the gap and pray and intercede into this move of God until this agenda that this revival is manifesting. The Bible says there was an agenda of the coming of the Messiah. And they needed, there had to be somebody who would stand in the gap to pray until this vision or this agenda was manifesting. And the young woman, the old woman called Anna, even though she was more than 80 years, she was able to fast and pray. You cannot be a prophetic intercessor when you have not walked in deep dimensions of fasting and prayer. And I am believing and trusting God that through this, this medium, may the Lord raise an army of prophetic intercessors who buy into the mind of God, who buy into the ideas of God, who buy into the plans of God and begin to walk in prophetic intercession. They will pray into the heart of God. They will pray into the plans of God. They will pray into the mind 
mind of God. They will pray into the ideas of God. They will pray into the plans and the agenda of God. They will not give up. They will not give up. They will not fall aside. They will not watch things fall apart. In the beginning, it was not so. We will not stand. We will not stand and watch things fall apart. But I see a generation that God is raising, an army of prophetic intercessors. They are prayer warriors. They are people who are even despite their career, despite their profession, they are ready to stand in the gap and pray until the movement of God, that that which God has said concerning people, concerning nations, concerning businesses, concerning marriages and families has come to pass. And I pray for you under the sound of my voice that as you listen to me today, may the Lord release you, may the Lord appoint you, may we be found worthy and faithful that God will appoint you and I to stand in the gap as prophetic intercessors. Glory to God. It is an anointing that God releases on you. God releases the prophetic anointing on you and you are restless until prayer is lifted up. Prayer is lifted up. My God. I feel the atmosphere has changed. Wherever you are, I, in- I intercede on your behalf that anything that is bigger than you, may the God who is bigger than all things fight on your behalf. Anything that has become a stumbling block in your life, in your area of business, in your area of career, in your profession, anything that has been a stumbling block concerning your marriage, anything that is fighting your health, anything that is fighting your life, fighting your business, I see an anointing flowing in this medium and by the anointing I break every yoke, I come against every agenda of the enemy against your life. Today, as you tune in on Facebook, may whatever is fighting your progress in life be destroyed, be eliminated, be assassinated from your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that God will place a burden on you that you become a prophetic intercessor for your church, a prophetic intercessor for the family, a prophetic intercessor, and you will not give up. We will not watch things to fall apart. We will not watch, we will not be reactive, we will be proactive. That is what we mean by prophetic intercessors. It takes a strong prophetic spirit to endure in prayer. These days, people do not pray. Jesus said that pray that you will not fall into temptation. In other words, when you refuse to pray, the flesh will begin to lead you into all kinds of temptation. You'll be so surprised at things you can do when you stop praying because it is prayer that releases the anointing on you to be functional. Anytime a man prays, the man becomes a powerful vessel. Anytime a man prays, the man becomes a dangerous entity. Anytime a man becomes a prayerful person, he becomes a wonder. When a man prays, he is able to have access into the mind, the dealings of God. He's able to have access into the protocol of the of the supernatural and he's able to release the protocol into the earthly so that human beings will benefit from that which God has prepared for us. 
when a man becomes a prayerful person, he is positioned in the realm to see far before it happens. When you pray, you don't become a prey to the enemy. When a man prays, he is like a terrorist in the camp of the enemy. When a man prays, he, he, he begins to surround himself with the divine artilleries of heaven. And you begin to surround yourself with weapons that can only be released from the supernatural. When a man prays, he becomes, he releases bombs. When a man prays, he releases weapons. When a man prays, he releases artillery, he releases arrows. When a man prays, he releases fire. When a man prays, he becomes a dangerous personality. When a man prays, he becomes a choice vessel in the hand of the Lord, ready to be fired anywhere as an arrow, to be, to be shot anywhere, to be planted anywhere for the use of the Lord. Uh, where are the prayer women? Where are the prayerful women? Where are the prayerful men? These days, we are watching things fall apart. There is a young man, things are going so bad, and all that you can do is to watch on, and all that you can do is to watch on and continue to take things as though they are not normal. Things don't just happen. Things are made to happen. When things are going wrong, it's about time you need to rise up and say that, no, I am not going to watch things fall apart. I will arise and I will stand in the gap. The Bible says, and there came a time that God was looking for a man who would stand in the gap and intercede. But there was no man. There was no man. Let it not be said that there is no man who is ready to stand in the gap. Let it not be said that there is no man who is ready to stand in the gap. Let it not be said that there is no man who is not available to stand in the gap. Let it not be said that there is no man who is not ready to stand in the gap. Let it not be said that there is no man who is willing to stand in the gap and pray and intercede for nations. Let it not be said. Let it not be said. Matabaya. Let it not be said. Where are the intercessors? Where are the intercessors? If the devil can close your mouth, he has shut your destiny. If the devil succeeds to shut your mouth, he has shut your marriage. If the devil succeeds to shut your mouth, he has shut your business. Is that if the devil succeeds to shut your mouth, he has killed your children. If the devil succeeds to close your mouth, he has also closed your future. If the devil succeeds to shut your mouth as a minister, he has closed down your ministry. If the devil succeeds to shut your mouth, he has killed everything around you. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. A closed mouth is a closed marriage. There are people walking around, their businesses have been folded up, but they don't know. If a man can rise up unto prayer, if a man can rise up unto prayer, if a man can rise up and say, I will not give up, 
For in the beginning it was not so. I will rise up unto prayer and pray and intercede until I see results. Why are you giving up so soon? Why are you giving up? It is about time that God raises men and women who will stand in the gap and say, I will not give up until I see the coming revival. I will not give up until I see the coming move of God. I will not give up until I see the hand of the Lord at work. I will not give up until I see that which I need to see. I will not give up until I see results. Where are the young men and the young women? I believe in prayer that when prayer is released, incense is also released. When prayer is released, results are released. When prayer is released, heaven comes down. And I pray for somebody that you become a prophetic intercessor wherever God has placed you. Amen. Where are the prophetic intercessors? Today, when a person prays for just five minutes, when a person prays for just 30 minutes, he thinks that that is all. Today, when a person prays for just one hour, he thinks that is all. The Bible said that could you not watch with me for just one hour? Why that? Why is it that you are asleep? The church is asleep. The church is sleeping. And when I say the church, it's not a denomination. I'm talking about the universal church. I'm talking about you as a church. You are sleeping. Why is the church asleep? I am bringing a prophetic call unto prayer. It is about time that believers must start in prayer. We are entering the seasons and the time when God is looking for young men and women who are ready to give all themselves away and stand in the gap and pray. Until we see the coming move of God, we will not give up. Where are they? Where are the young people? Where are they? Where are the ministers? Where are they? For in the beginning, it was not so. For in the beginning, it was not so. For in the beginning, it was not so. You are watching things fall apart. Cowboy and delivery. It is about time, it's about time to rise up. Ha! I remember gone were the days. There was a time. The Lord led me to 14 hours non-stop prayer. I went into my closet and prayed for 14 good hours. I wasn't singing. I wasn't singing any song. I went alone to the temple. And all that I was doing was praying that God, use me. God, bring me to that level. God, bring me to that dimension. Jesus said, pray. There is something about prayer. I know you pray, but God wants you to go to an extra mile. It is about time you need to lock up yourself for three days and pray. It's about time you need to lock up yourself in the room for one solid week, seven good days. And you will not see a man. You will not hear the voice of any man. All that you are doing in the seven good days is that for the, for the seven days you are waiting on the Lord. For the seven days you are praying unto God. For the seven days all that you are telling God, God, I am here in your presence. And you don't leave the presence until God has spoken unto you. You don't leave the presence. Today, people are so busy. We are so busy. Oh, Shadabaya. We are so busy. We are so busy. A young man with so bright a future. You are so busy for God. A young woman with so bright a future. You are so busy for God. Oh my God. God is just waiting for you to take a decision. Make a decision. It's all about the mind. Make a decision that you will not give up in prayer. Prophetic intercessors. I am here to call you unto prayer. 
Jesus would pray and pray and pray and pray until the sweat becomes like clots of blood. You see, in the book of Acts chapter 12, the Bible said, in the book of Acts chapter 12, I don't know, but God is doing something here. He said that now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And because he saw it, it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison, and delivered him to four quadrions, quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending that after Easter he bring him out to the people. Peter therefore was kept in prison, but, but prayer was made without season on the church unto God for him. Prayer. And it was this prayer that released Peter from the prison. And it was like a dream. It was like a dream. When the church prays, the church receives fire. When the church prays, the church receives anointing. When the church prays, the church becomes positioned. It is like having a very good weapon, and the weapon is not loaded with bullets. When the weapon is loaded with bullets, you are ready to fire at any time. When the church prays, the devil does not penetrate into our destiny. When the church prays, the devil is, is not permitted to interfere with the affairs of the supernatural. When the church prays, the enemy cannot touch the church. And that is why we need to stand up and rise up unto prayer. Do not allow the enemy to touch your marriage. Do not allow the enemy to touch your marriage. Rise up unto prayer. You can do more. You can go, you can go the extra mile. You can go the extra mile. You can do more than what you are doing. Can I call somebody onto the prayer, onto a certain level of prayer? I am here and mandated by God to call you onto a certain realm and dimension of prayer. It is about time that you need to rise up onto a serious level of prayer. It is in the heat of prayer that answers are released. It is in the heat of prayer that the Lord releases himself unto us. It is in the heat of prayer that revelations are released. It is in the heat of prayer that God manifests himself. When a man prays, he becomes a wonder. And I pray that the spirit of prayer will come upon somebody under the sound of my voice. Amen. Oh, Prayer, you don't need a place to pray. All you need is you yourself. I have come to understand that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost dwells in us. And our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Our bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. And so in the New Testament, in the Old Testament, the people of God had to gather in the tabernacle, had to go to the tent of meeting. In the New Testament, the Bible says that we are the temples of, we are the tabernacles. We are the meeting place. Our bodies are the temples of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost dwells in us. 
earth. You don't need a physical building before you pray. You don't need a physical edifice before you lift a prayer unto God. You don't need a physical edifice before you lift a prayer. All you need that is that your faith should be at work and you begin to pray. You don't need a place. Wherever you find yourself, you can pray in the bath. You can pray in the classroom. You can pray in the kitchen. You can pray in the kitchen. You can pray in the church. You can pray everywhere in the bath, in the car, in the flight. Wherever you are, you can pray. Prayer is unstoppable. Prayer is the only weapon that, that which does not know boundary. Prayer is the weapon which does not know boundaries and borders. Prayer can travel from Nigeria to Uganda. Prayer can travel from Ghana to United States. And as I pray and minister to you, if there is somebody somewhere who needs the intercession for whatever reason, I pray for you today. May the enemy be evacuated from your life. May the enemy rise up and pack his belongings and leave. I command you to rise up, pick up your bed and walk. I command every sickness in your body to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. I terminate every terminal disease. I terminate every sickness in your body by the power of the Holy Ghost. I intercede on your behalf. Your ministry will do well. You break boundaries. You break boundaries. You break fallow ground. You will establish ministries. You will establish churches. You will do well. You will not die before your time. You will live to declare the works of God. Every assignment of the enemy against your life, I stand in the gap and I intercede for you. May the Lord bring deliverance today. You are delivered from every captivity. I pray for you that anything the enemy has dated, has planned, has programmed in the realm of the spirit against your life. As I intercede on your behalf, I decree and declare you are delivered. My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof, let deliverance come from above. Let deliverance come from above. Arise, O God, and let thy enemies be scattered. Release grace unto men. Give grace unto women. Let the men and the women you have appointed and called rise up unto the spirit of prayer. Let the spirit of prayer be imparted through this medium as a minister to your people. Let people catch the fire of prayer. Let people catch the mindset and the revelation of prayer. In the name of you, I stir you up unto prayer. I stir you up unto prayer. Pray as never before. Pray as never before. I don't know, I don't know, but uh, the Holy Ghost is here. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were sick and were oppressed of the devil. Acts chapter 10, chapter 10, verse 38. Vous savez comment Dieu a ouin du Saint-Esprit et de force Jésus de Nazareth qui allait de lieu en lieu faisant des biens et guérissant tous ceux qui étaient sous l'empire du diable car Dieu était avec lui. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were sick and were present of them for God was with him. And I pray that may the Lord release an anointing upon your life. Amen. When the prophetic anointing comes upon you, you, there are people who are anointed to write. They receive their prophecies and they put it into writing. One of the great men of our time who, is, who falls into this category is Rejoiner. Rejoiner receives his prophecies and all his books are prophetic, just prophecies in writing. And it is another anointing God can give unto you. 
Now let me quickly move into how you can catch the prophetic anointing. Number one, if you want to catch the prophetic anointing, you need to desire for it. Desire for it. Desire for it. If you want to catch the prophetic anointing, you need to desire for the prophetic anointing. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse number 1, the Bible said that follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. Follow after spiritual gifts. Let me see how the King James Version puts it. says, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. When you desire, the anointing will come. Anything you don't desire, you never receive. Anything you don't desire, you never have. Anything you don't desire, you never get it. It is desire that connects you to your results. It is your desire for something that makes you follow after something. When you desire to marry a woman, because of the desire for the woman, you begin to talk to her. You begin to follow after her. You begin to follow her. You begin to chase after her. You begin to do all kinds of things. You sacrifice all because of desire. Desire is the beginning of bigger things and great things. So if any man, irrespective of your calling, whether you are a prophet or not, Everybody can operate in the prophetic anointing. And I've said that Saul was not a prophet, but when he caught the anointing, they said a soul also among the prophets. So when you catch the prophetic anointing, you can only catch it when you begin to desire for the prophetic anointing. Desire for it. When you desire for it, it will come. Desire. Number two, if you want to desire for the prophetic anointing, you need to stay in the council of the Lord. Stay in the holy hill of the Lord. Stay. People are so busy there. We, are, we want everything quick. We rush out of the presence of God. But if you want to catch the prophetic anointing, you need to learn the art of staying. The art of staying in the presence. The art of staying. The Bible says that Moses will minister in the tent and live. But Joshua, his servant, will continue to stay in the tent and abide there. What was Joshua doing? Joshua was understood that there is a mystery behind staying in the presence. There are, I mean, we all come to the presence. I mean, we come to the presence. Let, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. All of us come. But coming is not, does not mean you are staying. You can only, you can come. Uh, I mean, you can come before the Lord's table, the Lord's presence. You can enter his gate with thanksgiving in your heart and, 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 and enter his court with praise. You can enter, you can enter the gates of God. Entering is not the same as staying. You can enter and get out. It doesn't mean you stay. You enter but you were so much in a rush to get out. Now in Psalm 24, verse number 3, the Bible said, that who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? Who shall stand in his holy place? Who shall stand? So you see, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Then it asks, or who shall stand in his holy place? So after after ascending, you need to stand. After ascending, you need to stay. After ascending, you need to abide. Now, one of the ways of catching the prophetic anointing is to learn the art of staying in the presence. Oh, bala bala bashata. When you stay in the presence of God, the presence of God is God Himself present with you. 
So when you abide in the presence of God, God begins to romance you. God begins to talk to you. It's like a man and a wife who are in their closet and they are having so much intimacy. There is a certain level I will relate with you. I cannot relate the same with my husband or my wife. There is a certain way I can relate with my manager or my employee. I cannot relate the same with my wife or my husband. There is a certain level of intimacy which the Lord is seeking for his children. And this intimacy is staying and abide. It will only come when you abide in the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Lord shall abide under the shadows. As a church, if we want to walk in this anointing, then we need to learn the art of abiding, abiding, stay in the presence. Stay in the presence. Stay in the presence. When we read the French, Psalm Vancat, verse 3, Jelly, qui pourra monter à la montagne de l'Éternel, qui s'élèvera jusqu'à son lieu saint. Qui pourra monter à la montagne de l'Éternel, qui s'élèvera jusqu'à son lieu saint. Who stands? Qui s'élèvera? Who stands? So ascending and staying, ascending and standing, ascending and abiding, learn how to stay. That is the most difficult thing I have seen. Is to get into the presence of God is not difficult. The Bible said that let us boldly come to, to the throne of grace, that we will obtain mercy and find grace to help in the times of need. So coming is not difficult, but staying. Sometimes there are a lot of things happening around us, a lot of a lot of uh, distractions. So you need to learn the art of staying. Let every distraction go. And learn to put everything aside and just abide in his presence. Abide in the anointing. When you abide, it is doing, that's what we call waiting. So you, you wait on him. You wait on him. Waiting on him is not easy. You wait and you wait and you don't leave until God speaks back to you. That is what waiting is all about. You don't leave until God releases a word unto you. I pray for you that you will learn the art of waiting. Amen. Number three, another way I will end by that next week, God willing, I will continue with the call of the prophet and the prophetic office. That will be our last but one uh, series. Last but, and I will begin to preach on other subjects. But next week, I'll talk about the call of the prophet, how somebody is called into the as a prophet, how the calling is. And then I'll talk about some of the, I'll talk about the office of the prophet. I am not in the office of the prophet, but because of the Bible, everything we share will be based on the Bible and what the word of God teaches us. And so, you are also welcome to share Okay, so that will be next week. Today, I will end with the last point. One thing, how to catch the prophetic anointing is association with anointed vessels. 
And this is not just about the prophetic anointing, it's about every kind of anointing. If you want to behave like a vulture, start walking with vultures. Very soon, you see yourself eating from the refuse dump. In the same way, if you want to behave like a fish, start swimming with fishes. Very soon, you see yourself in the sea. If you want to behave like an eagle, start flying with eagles. Very soon, you fly so high and you see with eyes far away. You spot them far away. You have sharper visions. And so, anytime you work with one mechanic engineer for a period, there is never a time you will not know one engineering term or one mechanic engineering terminology. Anytime you work with an, a teacher of English language, in, in, uh, you will never, it will never happen that you will never be able to understand or know one uh, vocabulary in the language. Anytime you work with a teacher of French, or what we call, usually say, the French teacher, the French subject teacher, there is never a time that if you work with a teacher of the French language, you will never know one single French word. In the same way, anytime you work with an anointed man or woman of God, there is never a time you will not also receive that anointing. When you work with somebody who carries a prophetic anointing, when you follow somebody who carries a prophetic anointing, when you work with that, associate with a person, soon and very soon that anointing is also released on you. And so the Bible said in 2 Kings that after Elisha had received the mantle and, and divided the river, the Bible said that the sons of the prophet said, Indeed, the spirit of Elijah does rest upon Elisha. They saw Elijah in Elisha. And that was an impartation by association. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse number 5, the Bible said that, And the Samuel said unto, unto Saul, verse number 5, said that, And after you have come to the hill of God, where it is the garrison of the Philistines, it shall come to pass, it shall come to pass, that when you have come to the city, you shall meet a company of prophets, Company of prophets. This word means that prophets usually move in companies. They move in groups. Because association in parts. You shall meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a psaltery and a tablet and a pie and a harp before them. And they shall prophesy. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee and thou shalt prophesy with them and shall be turned into another man. So you meet a company of prophets. The guy before was not prophesying. But you see that when you meet the company of prophets, by the association, the meeting, at the meeting point, there will be a transfer, there will be a release of oil, there will be a shift, there will be an impartation of oil. Oil will be lifted from some of them and that oil will come upon your head. And when the oil head sits on your head, you will also begin to prophesy with them and you will become another man. And so association with anointed people also imparts their prophetic anointing. And as I end this, this particular episode today, I ask that the Lord releases fresh anointing upon us. I ask that the Lord releases fresh oil upon us. Whatever your ministry is, I pray that God will bring you to a realm where you walk in deep anointing. 
We need anointing in our days. People are going for all kinds of things. Recently, I saw in the media, people are going for all kinds of juju and all to do church and ministry. Power does not come from Jesus. Power comes from the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is with you, no matter what you go through in ministry, in life, in your career, in business, the Holy Spirit will always give you results. And so trust God for this anointing and the Lord will do it over and over again. I want to take this opportunity to, to, to pray for anybody that is sick. Last year, Somebody was watching me from Takrade. The person had problem with the heart. He had, she had done surgery and uh, it was not so successful. And whilst I was ministering on Facebook, the lady was standing in the gap for her sister, that sister of her. And God released healing for the sister. She was not able to go to work, but after the ministration, she was able to rise up from bed and go to work. And she could do work. She could work as never before. I believe that wherever you are, another sound of my voice, Jesus is the healer. Jesus Christ is the healer. He is the refiner. He is the, he is the one who empowers us. He is the baptizer in the Holy Ghost. And wherever you are, I want to pray for you now that the Holy Spirit will come upon you, that you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit, that if you are sick in any part of your body, you will be healed. And I will give you an opportunity also for the salvation of the Lord. Amen. If you are here with me, and you have not been saved and you want to have an encounter with this Jesus that we are preaching, that we are talking about. If you want to have an encounter with the Lord, if you want to have a personal encounter, you want the Lord to bring you to a realm. Maybe you have led all kinds of life. Now you are ready. You want to really give you, rededicate your life to the Lord. I want to give you this opportunity. Wherever you are, I want you to say these words after me. Say, Dear Lord, I believe I am a sinner and that you came to die for my sins. I confess all my sins and I ask for your forgiveness. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me with your blood. Today, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. I will worship you. I will serve you. I will walk with you all the days of my life. Help me to stand for you. Write my name in the book of life. Amen. I want to pray for you and I want to pray for you. If you know somebody that is sick, you want to share this video, you want to give uh, this person the opportunity to watch. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. This is healing room. And I stand in the gap. I pray for anybody that is sick under the sound of my voice. Wherever they are in the hospital beds, wherever they are in their homes, wherever they are in their cars, in their, in their rooms, Father, as they watch, I release the power of healing to flow this channel onto them wherever they are. Distance is not a barrier. Your word says that by your stripes we are healed. I command every infirmity to leave your body in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, I rebuke the spirit of infirmity and I release your healing now in the name of Jesus. I declare you are healed by the power of God. You will not die before your time. No sickness will put you to the grave. You are delivered. You are healed. I command divine oxygen to be put on you. I command 
stomach problems to leave your body. I rebuke the spirit of headache. I command ulcer to leave you. I command hypertension to leave you. I command diabetes to leave you. I command pain in your body, pain in your bones to leave you. I command divine recovery, speedy recovery in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. Wherever you are, let healing flow in the name of Jesus. I declare you healed. You are liberated by the power of God in the name of Jesus. That which you are not able to do, get up and begin to do them. If you are not able to drink water, take some water and begin to drink now. If you are not able to walk, get up and walk now. If you are not able to walk without your clutches, now I command you, put your clutches aside and begin to rise up to your feet and begin to walk now. Rise up, put the clutches aside and walk. Get out from the wheelchair now. I command you, it's a command. Get out, get up now. Get up from the wheelchair and begin to walk now. In the name of Jesus, begin to bend down. If you're not able to bend down, begin to bend down now. If your ears are blocked, I command your ears to be open. I command blind eyes to see. I command deaf ears to hear by the power of the Holy Ghost. You are healed and you are liberated. And I pray for you, whatever you may be going through in life, may the Lord bring clarity to you. May the Lord bring release. May the Lord bring recovery. I pray that whatever the enemy has stolen from you, we pursue and we take captive of that which belongs to you. You are blessed. You are favored in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Uh, my name is Emmanuel Oshodako. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I will come your way, God willing, next week for Healing Room Episode 6. And uh, we are trusting God for God to have His own way. Amen. And I want to also take this opportunity to um, encourage you that do not give up. Continue to stay focused. Stay focused. Remain focused with that which you are doing. God will not give up on you. God has not given up on you. And God will not give up on you. And so keep trusting the Lord for bigger things. Amen. I am seen in the realm of the Spirit. There is a lady watching me. You are called Sarah. And you have a woman beside you who looks like an auntie. And this auntie I see is sitting almost like on a bed or on the bed. And I see in the realm of the spirit that this woman is going through a lot of pain in the body. There is something that has been diagnosed with her spine. But I see the Lord bringing healing to you wherever you are. My eyes are open. I just see this vision on my eyes. I don't know, but I did. the Lord just released this vision. I saw this. I just saw it. I see myself in a place, in a room. And I see that the Lord is bringing healing to you right now, wherever you are. You see your healing now. I want you to know that if you are the person, let me know. And um, I'll just follow up on you. But I see God bringing healing to you. You are healed. And I command that spinal program, uh, problem, that spinal problem, to, to be healed. May the Lord correct every error on your spine in the mighty name of Jesus. I see a young woman also watching me from Ghana. I see in the realm of the spirit that your mother is also sick on a, in, in bed. I see that she has been diagnosed of all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today they said that she has problem with the knee. Today they said she has problem with, um, with, with, with diabetes. I see that the Lord is going to increase her lifespan. She will not die. She will grow older and older. I see the Lord adding some more years to her age in the name of Jesus. Tell her that she will not die. 
you are the one just connect to it in the name of Jesus. I see in the realm of the spirit, I see a young man. There is a young man watching me. You are caught, you are you are watching me all the way from from Liberia. There's a young man watching me from Liberia. The Lord said I should tell you that you have been called into ministry. You have been called to do the work of the evangelist. That get yourself ready and put yourself together for he's going to use you mightily to touch lives in Liberia. To touch lives in Liberia. God is going to use you to be a blessing to the body of Christ in Liberia. For I see that you are holding something like a net. And I see that you are you are you are in the boat, and I see you are on the sea, and I see that you have cast the net into the sea, and I saw that when you cast the net into the sea, I saw you caught a lot of fish, and I saw some were big, some were small, but when you you brought the net the, the fishes back to the shore, I saw that these fishes did not die because you had created an atmosphere for them. The Lord is telling me to tell you that you young man watching or listening to me. God is bringing you to a realm where he will use you to win a lot of people into the kingdom of his dear son. You become not just a fisher of men, but you become a person that God will establish and you become a great vessel in Liberia. I see God doing this for you. There's a young woman watching me. You are watching me from Ghana. I hear a name like Akosia. Akosia, the Lord said, I should tell you that God is going to establish your finances very well. That your finances are going to be established. I see the Lord bringing financial restoration to you. Your husband has gone through a great deal of issues. Your husband has gone through a great deal of problems. Your husband has gone through a great deal of things in the area of his work. But I see the Lord bringing financial restoration. That which you have lost even 12 years ago, I see God bringing it back to you within the next 12 days. God is bringing speed into your life. You will be surprised at the way God will lift you and God will connect you to certain people. And this will be the beginning of it. May the Lord establish his word concerning your life in the name of Jesus. There is a young man watching me. Your name is Isaac. I see that Isaac, God is bringing healing to your body. Recently, you had issues and they said that you had hepatitis B. But I see that God is bringing healing to your body. Wherever you are, receive your healing in the name of Jesus. You are healed. You will go back and do the test again. And this time, when you go to do the test, there will be a result. The result will be positive. The result will be positive for you. You will have a, a, a cause. You will have a reason. To give God all the glory in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I see in the name in the name of Jesus. I see in the realm of the spirit something like a big tree, and there is a big tree. I see a big tree, and the tree has a lot of fruit. I see the big tree with a lot of fruit, and I see in the realm of the spirit there is somebody watching me, and your name is called a Japoma, a Japoma, a Japoma, a Japoma. Wherever you are, this is a name people do not know you by but the lord is telling me to tell you ajapoma that he is she he is bringing you to a realm of academic excellence the lord is telling me that this is not the end of your academic uh, pursuit it is about time you need to continue your academic pursuit go higher and higher the lord is bringing you to a certain realm where you have so much influence in the country and so the lord is saying that go back to school and begin to do that which he has asked you to do and you'll be blessed as a result Excellence is coming to you. 
wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, I pray for you that the spirit of excellence will come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Man Telebaya, the spirit of excellence will come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I see in the realm of the spirit, there is a young man watching me. Your name is Scott Franklin. Franklin. Franklin, wherever you are, I see the Lord bringing a good news to your house. For I hear that men and women are gathered, and I saw that I've entered your house. When I entered your house, I saw a tent had been raised. And when I saw the tent, I saw it was a white tent. And I saw people dressed in white and white. And I asked them that what is happening in this house? And they said that it is about Franklin and his wife. And I asked them, is it a marriage ceremony? And they said, no, it is not a marriage ceremony. But they told me that it was a new baby that had been born. The Lord is telling me to tell you, Franklin, that get yourself ready. For within the space of the next three months, I hear the cry of a baby in your house. God is bringing a baby in your house and this baby is a prophetic baby. God is going to cause this baby to do that which your forefathers could not do. For if you go back many generations, even beyond your father, there lived a certain man who was also called Franklin. And the man was a very great man. The man was a very great man. The man did a lot of things. And the man prayed a certain prayer. And the prayer of the man was that anybody who comes out of his loins should do the work of the Lord. And the Lord is telling me to tell you that Franklin, Wherever you are, this is the time one of you is going to experience that, that prophecy. Your son, I don't know whether it's going to be a boy or a girl, but I don't know why he didn't just say son, but I feel that your child or your son is, is, is going to do great things. Your son is going to do mighty things. That which your forefathers could not do and that which your grandfathers and your fathers could not do. God is going to use you to do the work of many generations and you'll be so blessed as never before. Man, Dalabaya. I hear in the realm of the spirit, I have been taken to a city in Ghana called Tema. And when I got to Tema, I went into Community 12. And when I went to Community 12, I entered into a certain house at the junction. And I saw in the realm of the spirit that there is a certain place around a, finish, a, a petroleum filling station. And I see that there is a certain house around the area. There is somebody watching me from Community 12. The Lord is telling me to minister to you now that he is bringing a testimony to your house. There is something that family has been praying about. And and I see the Lord is bringing that testimony. Number two, I see in the realm of the spirit that God is also changing your location. You are about to move from Tema to a certain place. This place will not be a place that you will rent. But I see that the Lord is bringing you to a place where you are going to have your own apartment. And the Lord is going to cause you to even be hosted in your own residence and your own place. And you'll be established by the Lord in such a place. My God, I hear a name like Mary in my ears. There is a Mary watching me. I don't know where you are, but there is a Mary watching me from the United States of America. The Lord is telling me to minister to you that Mary, get ready for this mind-blowing testimony. You have been going to court for several times. You have been going to court for several times. But God said I should minister to you that this time it will be the last time and it will be a good news for you. For whoever was behind 
behind the scene working against this, the Lord has cleared him or her off the way. Get ready for this testimony, say the Spirit of the Lord. I hear in my ears again in the realm of the Spirit, I have been taken to a place in Ghana called Takwa. There is somebody watching me all the way from Takwa in Ghana. The Lord said, I should tell you that get yourself ready. For a door has been opened unto you for the nations. God is opening a door for you unto the nations. You will begin to fly in your lifetime not less than 52 or 53 nations. I see that you have entered into 52 nations. And the 53 nation, when you entered into the 53 nation, there was a crown that was put on your head. The Lord said, I should tell you that you are about to experience glory because the nations of the world have been open unto you all the way from Chaka. I hear in the realm of the spirit. There is a young woman watching me from the United Kingdom. Your name is called Rebecca. Rebecca, the Lord said I should minister to you that this is the time, the season of your cry and your tears are coming to an end. For I have seen that in about five years ago, you have prayed a certain prayer and your father has prayed a certain prayer. Your mother has also prayed a certain prayer and they have been praying concerning you and the future. The Lord said that in this year, 2019, it will not come to an end without seeing the glory and the testimony and the answers of this prayer. For I see the Lord will bring you to a place and men will gather and men will gather in your name. And when men gather, they will all be saying congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. Get yourself ready for God is bringing a testimony unto you. In the realm of the spirit, the Lord has opened my eyes right now and I I see about two children and they are born at once and they were born at once on a particular day as a minister there is somebody whose wife or sister you you, you and your your your, your sister-in-law are watching me now your your wife and your sister are is in labor and I see that God is bringing twins out of her. The Lord said that she will not die. She will give birth to twins and the twins are prophetic twins. God is going to use them to do mighty things. The Lord said that your wife will be comforted because your wife will give birth to twins and nothing evil will touch them. I see somebody watching me all the way from the hospital. There is somebody watching me from the hospital. I see in the realm of the spirit. I hear a name I hear a name like Dankwa. Dankwa, the Lord said that the person you are going to visit in the hospital, tell him or her that he shall not die, but he will live to declare the works of the Lord. Go back and tell him this, Dankwa. I hear in the name of Jesus, I hear in the realm of the Spirit, that I've entered into a place, a place that looks like Kenya. I've entered into Kenya. There is a young woman watching me all the way from Kenya. The Lord said, I should minister to you that he is bringing you to a realm of glory and honor. For I hear that people are discussing you. People are discussing you. And they are saying, now what shall we do for her? What shall we do for her? And I, the Lord will say that there is a discussion ongoing concerning your life in Kenya. And this discussion will give you a new appointment in the area of your profession and career. And the Lord will say that by this discussion, things concerning your life and all all around you is about to change for the better and finally there is somebody also watching me your name is called Marilyn 
Marilyn, Marilyn, Marilyn. I've never heard that name before. But Marilyn, wherever you are, I don't know whether you are in Ghana or elsewhere, but Marilyn, wherever you are, I hear the name, I hear God bringing you. I hear a name also called Obin Obin. There is something God is doing in your family, Marilyn. There is something God is doing in your family, Marilyn. God is bringing a testimony. For I saw that there were three children in that house, wherever you are. And I saw that these three children were going to have a serious issue. The enemy had planned an attack on their life. But the Lord is bringing deliverance to you, wherever you are, Marilyn. Wherever you are, God is bringing deliverance to you. For the children will not die. The Lord said that they will live to declare the works of the Lord. Oh, Balaba, I will end here for the sake of time. My name again is Imano Lotredako. God bless you so much for tuning in. I pray that you will remain and abide in the shadow and abide in his anointing. Go back and affect your world with the principles and the values of the kingdom of God and be an agent of transformation. Bless you. Amen.